0: Our details. I'm Nick, and I'm James. James, it's been a while. It has. Well, it, maybe not for the listeners, but we we <laughs> haven't been on the podcast just me and you for like three weeks, maybe.
1: Yeah. Well, Reed wouldn't stop talking about himself, <laughs> so we had to make it a two parter.
0: Yeah, we had a good two part podcast <laughs> last two weeks, I guess, bringing in Reed Schlegel. So yeah. if you missed that, I don't know what, what where you been. Yeah. How already- are you on How are you on episode 15 and <laughs> not listen to 14 and 13?
1: Is it episode fifteen or fourteen? We're on fifteen. Fifteen, I think. Well then, don't put episode fourteen <laughs> on the list here. On the outline, sorry, on the James. outline. I'll Jeez, correct that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun having Reed in here chatting, chatting, design with another designer. It was good. Um, certainly. Stay tuned for for other for other interviews. We've got some some plans ahead.
0: Yeah, we have some thoughts of some people. Yeah, so. I mean,
1: got... Yeah, we got a couple on the on the hook. Yeah. So um, so yeah, but but this week, it's just it's just Nick and James. Yep.
0: Back to, back to the usual. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do our, our quick shout out for Square One Con conference. That's coming up next week. Yep. We are going to Chicago. Oh yeah. Chai Town. Mm. The Windy City. Mm. <laughs> doing a talk and demos of our abilities.
1: Yeah, and
0: our magic powers
1: and a live pod, yeah, right? I think. think. Oh,
0: I'm like 95% sure because it doesn't say live podcast on the schedule it just says Nick and James <laughs> which i assume is the podcast but no
1: i think we're just going to have to like stand as still as possible as people walk around us and and look at us as... oh
0: like drawing class like new models yeah oh me and you new models
1: mhm okay yeah
0: i don't think i signed a release for that
1: <laughs> i well i did it for both of us oh okay but yeah <laughs> so... don't worry about it uh but yeah i was checking out the uh the schedule and uh, I'm up against some heavy hitters here, Nick. I don't know. Yeah,
0: Square One Con, the Conference is amazing. I went last year. It was a lot of fun. Um, the only problem is, like, there's too many great designers that you want to see, and you can't see them all.
1: Well, yeah, the problem is I want to go to their workshops.
0: <laughs> James, you want to quit your workshop and just go yeah, to Yeah, I
1: want to be like, as a part of our workshop, we're going to go... And watch Creative Sessions Workshop <laughs> and then go to Reed's and then go to Joey's. Oh, uh, but uh, and design as we go. Yeah. Because mine is all about designing while commuting.
0: There you go. There's your Boom. idea.
1: Oh! <laughs>
0: A win, win, win.
1: But seriously, Hector. Oh. <laughs> gosh he's working on it second he, second time yeah
0: third time's a charm wait till yeah. next year we'll get it back.
1: if i went to a music festival and there were six bands playing at the same time <laughs> i would leave the music festival <laughs> no, i'm kidding um, um it should be a great time yeah. i can't wait to uh meet some heroes meet some, some meet fans some bands. yeah i think i have some
0: you have fans i'm sure of it james yeah i'm your fan
1: I have a fan and it will be used to cool me down for most of the, <laughs> most of the conference.
0: So one of those handheld with the batteries and yeah. the spritzer?
1: Oh, I was a at mister. a wedding. So, uh, I guess we can jump into uh, a little bit of our, um, yeah, updates, weekly
0: updates. You've been gone. Last yeah, I was,
1: week. I was at a wedding in Oregon, yep. uh, in Ashland, Oregon, which is in Southern Oregon. Beautiful, beautiful place. My cousins live out there and they had, because it was on, it was on my cousin's farm. And he, they put out those those spray fans, like the fans that have
0: that you see it like amusement parks,
1: it, I or think like at so. restaurants. Uh, they're I mean, everywhere. Right? Amusement. It's like it, they're they're like colorful fans that like have a sprayer also attached to them. They're like filled up with water. Right, but so this it's is like, like a tiny fan. This oh, it's tiny. No, I'm talking about the handheld so, like. So they had handheld ones. Yeah. Right?
0: And everyone got a handheld fan? Not everybody. What?
1: Just my nephew. <laughs> and he ran around just spraying everybody. Yeah. Um, but it was hot, man. It was so hot. I at one point thought I was getting sick because I must have just been getting heat exhaustion.
0: I think there's a heat wave across the whole US.
1: It was rough, man.
0: It's been, what, 95 degrees here. in New York probably feels like 100 with the humidity. Yeah. Yeah. I have my room. I've been chilling my room down all day just for the podcast. <laughs> I've got it down to 68 right now. It's yeah. going to heat up to about 80 by the yeah. end of the podcast. So. We're,
1: certainly, we're, we're, we're currently sitting on uh, gigantic ice cubes.
0: I uh, It's it's so cold. Well, it's not actually so cold in my room, but it's cold enough in my room. That How cold you, is <laughs> it? My living room is not a seed. It's, it's like 95 in my living room right now. So yeah. when I take... Any object that has a slick surface out into my living room, it'll condense. Like I took my, uh, or condensate, not to condense. I took my sketchbook, my moleskin uh-huh. out into my living room Yeah. that had been sitting in my room at 68 to my living room that was 95 and it started getting water droplets on my moleskin. What? <laughs> yeah. Crazy, right? Jeez. Yeah. I'm, that's crazy. You know,
1: but, um, it's back hot. Back it's hot. To, yes. How my... was your vacation? <laughs> I was just. Back to me. <laughs> uh so um yeah it was great we also we also went and saw crater lake which is i don't know if you know about crater lake if you could if you could have a guess what crater lake was just just give me a guess
0: i would say it's a lake that was a a crater that filled up with water
1: but how did the crater the crater the crater get created with a meteor nope
0: meteorite nope meteoroid
1: no neither of them. Asteroid, no. Space Invaders. No, it um it actually what happened was it was a volcano essentially that imploded on itself. So it was a mountain volcano oh. that built up so much lava that it ended up imploding. Okay. And the water in Crater Lake is is all from melted snow and just like condensation. So it's crystal clear. It's like it's like 150 feet. Like you can see 150 feet down. What? Clear. That's kind of. But the blue crazy. was really interesting because it wasn't like a it wasn't like a turquoisey blue. It was just like a true blue. It was. It was hard. It's hard to describe. You know, like an ocean blue has those greenish tints. Yes. This was just blue. Just blue. It was so like pure and blue.
0: Maybe like a cerulean. Yeah. Cerulean blue.
1: Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe. But, um, so, uh, I'm actually looking at the, the Google blue right now. Was and it, it like was that? It was like that, but maybe a little bit darker. Okay. But, um, so, uh, yeah, there's no water coming in. Is there an island in that lake? There is. Okay. Wizard seen,
0: Island. I'm pretty sure I've seen pictures of it. There's yeah. just one island, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah, yeah. it's one of those places where you see it in photos and they're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you go there and it's just... Enormous! Wow. It's so large. It was it was really cool. Did
0: you to post see. any photos on the gram?
1: Uh, I didn't, but Allison did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I should. I sometimes I'm I'm like not sure how personal I should get with my gram.
0: It's funny how that works, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you're like super. You're super personal.
0: I well I used you're to not,
1: be... well not super personal. But <laughs> I've used... seen your personal side.
0: <laughs> I used to do a lot more posting of me going camping and me in the outdoors and i don't think i maybe i still do post that when it comes up maybe mm-hmm. just i haven't gone camping yeah
1: in a while well i feel like there's a science to stories where it's like first of all if there's too many ticks in the <laughs> story yeah you know to like on that bar yeah then it's you just you just go to the next bar next page right like yeah. how many how many are acceptable at any time
0: i think that kind of took over my personal side of instagram because i used to post photos of right. me camping but now right. if i go camping it would be stories of me yeah. camping and then maybe one photo at the end but not necessarily all right.
1: do you think that do you, what do you think like five five stories in one story Oh, that's hard, it's James. Not...
0: I probably, sometimes I'll get up to like 10 at a time and then, you know, yeah. it depends on what I'm doing. If it's I don't like know a if good you... story, I feel like I feel like if it's a good story, oh, here's my thing with stories. Oh, here we go. I, I'm strict about stories in the fact that I feel like they need to be a story. To some extent, I don't mean like have a build up, climax, and ending, like I don't mean the actual literal story, but I mean... You know, me talking and narrating some sort of event mm-hmm. uh, to some extent. Yeah. The ones I d- don't like is when it's just like someone taking a picture of a dog across the street. That's not a story. That's a. F- yeah.
1: Just yeah, like but.
0: That, you know, everyone has their own things, well, but that's my. That's
1: Nick, my there's the stories that you literally create in yours, but if I see a picture of a dog, I create my own story about that dog. <laughs> okay, James, and good. it puts the power into the hands of the user yes, or right. of the. The viewer. Yep. Mm -hmm. And Uh,
0: I will, I will mute your story, but I'll still, I'll still see your post. Well,
1: when you post 10 stories, I don't know if you've noticed, but I unfollow you and then decide to follow you. again, And I do that about six times, six times a week, six times, six times in about an hour. Okay. That's, it's, it's pretty bad. But anyway, um, then, uh, after going to Ashland, um, which was great. Our family uh, of cousins and uncles they, and aunts, they hosted us very well. Um, and then I went to Portland for a couple days. Uh, and uh,
0: Was that your first time in Portland? It
1: was my first time in Portland. Nice. What would you think? It's a, did it's you a just, really cool city.
0: Did you just go as a tourist or did you have an event there?
1: I just went as a tourist. Awesome. Yeah. People were asking to meet up and I'm sorry, but... When I'm like vacationing, I'm I'm just in vacation. See, you have
0: yeah, fans, James.
1: I do. I, okay, fine. I have a couple in Portland. Um, but yeah, shout out to uh, to John Ennis. He's a friend of mine that I used to work with at uh, doing Kitchenwares Lifetime. Okay. And um, he now lives in Portland, working at HP. Nice. And okay. he uh, he showed us around. We got dinner with him the first night we were there and the last night we were there. And we were only there for three nights, but
0: did you have any favorite part of Portland?
1: Favorite part, I you know the thing was is like we just hit like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, but we were um, we spent uh, a good chunk of one day on like Mississippi Ave. I don't know what that area is referred to. Okay, but we had I one thing that I will say about Portland, the food was amazing like all of it Mm. there wasn't although the service was compared to new york pretty slow we went to a pizza shop and it took us like we were five people back it maybe took us half an hour to finally get Mm. to the register
0: everyone's a little bit more relaxed over yeah i know know?
1: but i was just like what is going on um (laughs) But yeah, it was great. And we also, we went to the, I got a lot of recommendations uh, to go to the Japanese gardens in Portland, um, which they just got, I guess within the last year or two, uh, they got renovated. They got some buildings put into the Japanese uh, gardens and they were done by, I think the, the architect's name is uh, Kengo, Kengo Kuma or He's a he's a Japanese architect.
0: Okay. Was it like modern architecture or traditional?
1: It was. Or a mix. I would say it was it was a mixture. Interesting. But a lot of green rooftops. Okay. Really interesting. So it was all kind of in like the welcoming area, of, of the, uh, of the Japanese garden, and it was it was really it was really beautiful, really nice. Man. But uh, I would love to go back. You know, like we were there for only two and a half days. It felt felt short
0: yeah i i've been to portland i think i've only been for like a full day really i think when i visited it was like a day and a half or something but yeah it's a nice city i mean i i just kind of walked the whole city it's nice i feel like it's a very walkable city yeah um
1: it's, definitely
0: it's very contained and small Mm-hmm. and i feel like i could walk to anywhere yeah the bridges was, bridges are scenic That's like, cool i like bridges
1: and uh you know since it was legal went to a dispensary <laughs> Nice. Which is an interesting experience. I mean, it's like this is this whole new, uh, you know, retail sector, right? You know, in certain in certain states. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a fascinating experience. Um, got some edibles and had a good time.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, it's not a, illegal it's in not, Oregon. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Nick, days. good, good, good. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you had a good Nick vacation. you getting
1: uncomfortable, and it's making me uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that was that was my trip.
0: I uh, just realized I went on a trip to Kentucky, like two on weeks acid. ago. No, I'm not. I,
1: I did. We're not. We're, How we're, dare just, you look down yeah, at me?
0: This episode's about drugs.
1: <laughs> Sponsored by Dare. Uh, dare to do drugs.
0: Um, no, I went to Kentucky to for a family re- reunion for uh-huh. just the weekend, which was fun. Nice. Got to see my family. Yeah. Them, got to see my cat. Uh, my Well, it's my sister's cat. I mean, it was my cat. I found the cat.
1: You fo- you found a cat?
0: Yeah, when I was a kid. And wow. then it's been in our family. And then my sister kind of took Buddy under her arm and nurtured, where, where, nurtured him. Where'd you find the cat? I was doing yard work for my neighbor. And the cat was just hanging out with me. And my neighbor huh. was like, hey, do you want this cat? It's just been hanging out. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's so cute. Nice. And I took him in. It was a little kitten at the time. That was, was like when I was 12. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy's nice. re- Buddy's a really fluffy cat. Actually Buddy has his own Instagram. What? I think it's called Fluffy Bub. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if there's any underscore it might be Fluffy underscore bub, but I How can't. How
1: has it taken us this long to talk about get to this <laughs> I don't know.
0: Cause Buddy doesn't live with me. But Buddy, yeah. li- Buddy lives with Holly. Yeah. But that was fun. Fluffy Bub. That was like a short little thing.
1: My sister in law has a has an Instagram for her cat, Fluffy Pia.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. And Fluffy's a popular Instagram yeah. thing. Um, I've also been working on a video for SCAD. Uh-huh. So I went to SCAD, Savannah College of Art and Design, and they uh, have been talking with me about doing some sort of artist profile. Mm. So they came up to New York, and I've been kind of talking about my design process and interviewing... Um, just having them talk to me in my studio and do like B roll shots and everything. Yeah. Um, nice. So that was yesterday. There were six people in my studio, which is a lot for like a very small space. Yeah. And they had so much camera gear and they had like the gimbals, they had every single tripod you can imagine. Like they had, they had the works. They had, James, did you notice anything different about me today?
1: Uh... I don't know. You're less attractive than the last time I saw no!
0: you. No. <laughs> no. Darn it. I was hoping I'd be more attractive because I have makeup on right now.
1: You have makeup on? <laughs> yeah.
0: There's a makeup lady. Their makeup, they had a makeup lady for me.
1: Wait, this was yesterday?
0: Well, it was yesterday and today. Today, oh. today I went to Central Park to do some shoot shots of, of me sketching in the park.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. VR sketching in the park?
0: <laughs> no, no, just
1: normal sketching.
0: <laughs> um, so that was fun. That's uh, cool. Even though it was like 100 degrees out today, but I yeah. made it. Um,
1: so this was just you explaining explaining your process. Yeah,
0: explain my process, kind of talking about what I'm up to. Yeah. Uh, after school, and you know, talking about my projects. I actually kind of highlighted my birdhouse project that I did for MakerBot. Nice. So we kind of went through that process. I kind of I, I pinned up another birdhouse and they videotaped me. So I'm sure that whenever that's edited, we can share it on the pod.
1: Yeah, where will it be?
0: Probably on Scad's website, or maybe on Scad's Instagram. It,
1: are they Are they using it just for their website? Or are they going to use it for, you know, come, you know, come, uh, come to Scad, learn at Scad. I
0: think yeah, I think that's kind of the the impetus of it. Like yeah, um, I'm not exactly sure what they're going to do with it, but I'm excited because. You know, they got the think top. Think you notch have
1: group. what it takes to be <laughs> Nick P. Baker.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that was my week. Um, nice. I I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, I've been working on my side project. Uh huh. Um, you know, I've been doing these glass glasses. Yeah. Uh, glassware set, and you know MakerBot's sponsoring the 3D prints and everything. Right. And I'm creating. I I want to create some sort of glassware. So cups and a carafe, or maybe it's a decanter or something that uh, hopefully I can manufacture. Yeah. And, and that's the end goal. Um, you know, in the short term, I'll do it for MakerBot and they'll have a, a blog post about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's coming along good. It's, it's a uh, tough project because glasses are so, um, I don't know, what's the word? M- like mundane or so they've they've been done so many times right that it's really hard to think of something new yeah because my first idea was to have these glasses that stacked Mm -hmm. um, bottom to bottom (laughs) yeah and they had like little uh teeth on them so that when they connected together it like simply kind of fell into place right but they've already been done did we mention this? I feel like
1: we have. Okay. Yeah. That was. But like... I no. I was just lamenting.
0: Yeah. But I've been working on some other designs. I'm thinking about a silicone base now. Yeah. The silicone base acts as a coaster. I dig it. And then you can take the silicone base off and then put it on top as a lid. Nice. And it has a little like dish in it, so that I I think this is where the almost object part comes in. Uh huh. The little dish will carry maybe a lime or something. It it just is this extra element to the dinnerware set.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: You know, there's not really... No one puts a dish on top of a cup. Yeah. But what if you served drinks that were specially made where you had some sort of... Maybe you had some sort of, like, maraschino cherry mixture on top of the dish. Uh Uh-huh. And so when you got the drink, you poured the maraschino cherries in, and it kind of made some sort of experience.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Or... I mean, I, I, I think the other experience is, like, if there are, if you have this dish, you have this, like, coaster or whatever, but you're standing at a party and there are snacks around. Yes, I thought you about fill that. fill up the dish with snacks, yeah. man. Get charcuterie get those, station? Get your charcuterie on.
0: Get those wavy lays and that ranch ranch dip, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <about>? <laughs> Let's see. James is on that charcuterie. I'm on those lays. <laughs> Actually, I got to get the off-brand. <laughs>
1: Oh no! I gotta get the Yays?
0: the the ridgels, the ridgels. Oh
1: ridgels! <laughs> yeah, you know. God, I don't... <laughs> oh man. Um, no, I thought it was a really interesting idea. I th- I like I like the uh, the extra element because yeah, it's so. When it comes to glasses, I can only imagine how difficult that would be. But I mean, you you tackle your chairs week after week, and how many chairs have been designed? Seventy six. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking by, by you.
0: Oh, forever. Forever. <laughs> oh, gazillion.
1: But yeah, if you've designed 76 off of that, it's like, you know, so did you come to a point where you were like, there's nothing that I can do formally with this glass that's going to be of any interest? And so by adding the coaster element, because, you yeah. know, glasses and coasters come hand in hand.
0: Yeah, I think that was kind of the breakthrough moment. You know, I was trying to think of what is the idea for a long time. Right. Um, But now that I have that breakthrough of, oh, I'll add the silicone piece as a coaster slash base. Yeah. It's this extra element, and then it has this additional kind of function that who knows what it actually does. Um, Once I figured that out, it's all been about form development, which has been really kind of interesting since I decided to do the form development in VR. Mm. I have, like, a thousand glasses that I've done in VR. Right. Because it's so quick to just knock them out one yeah. after the other, edit them, tweak them, and just have, like, a line, a row, a hundred glasses that all look different. And it's almost a, it's almost a, I feel like maybe a weakness or something. Like, I don't know what glass to pick now. Like, there's mm. so many ideas, and I'm like, oh, which one's the right one? Yeah. So I'm working through it. it I'll, right. I'll, I'm sure I'll have updates on that.
1: But Right. Yeah, that's one of those moments where sometimes you just have to go with your, go with your gut, or bring in a third party.
0: Yeah, I need you to come check them out, James.
1: I'll, I'll <laughs> gladly step inside your VR world. Um, but yeah, I mean, so Nick, are you gonna put any of your VR demos on IGTV?
0: Oh yeah, that's a new thing that came out yeah. in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, For those of you who aren't in the know, hey mom, (laughs) Uh, Instagram just released a new feature called IGTV, Instagram TV, and it's geared, in my opinion, it's kind of targeted toward the YouTube slash, yeah, like the YouTube space, but in the sense of more mobile. Mm. Like it's kind of trying to take some share away from YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. You can post long format videos on Instagram now in this thing called IGTV, where people can watch, you know, ten minute, fifteen minute, half hour—I think an hour long video. Mm. Um, I actually did try to post a video. I tried to post an hour long unedited video of my VR sketches. Yeah. But I think I have to—I have to post a certain amount of videos before I can do that. I'm not really sure. There was some loopholes or something, but I believe eventually. You can post hour long videos on instagram t v
1: yeah well i think I think what's most interesting about about i g t v is the vertical format that is very interesting because I watch YouTube videos on my phone all the time, and then there's that weird moment where I have to figure out on my commute like when I'm holding on to the subway pole <laughs> how I'm gonna you know turn my phone and feel like it's securely handled, yeah um and it does seem like a drawback to YouTube, but at the same time, so you don't
0: watch your YouTube videos vertical because you can watch YouTube video vertical. It's just that tiny little box. Yeah,
1: it's awful. Yeah, to so watch... you always turn it. I always turn it. Okay. Yeah. No, I. I mean, uh, you know, it's like why watch a video otherwise? Well,
0: it's, I think it's about the content. It's not necessarily about like.
1: The... Yeah, but the content is. Is visual content.
0: I guess I don't know what kind of videos you watch. I watch a lot of like science and like it's more of just some guy talking about new discoveries or whatever.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I mean sometimes I'm watching music videos. Oh, you're
0: always. Didn't you say you're watching movie reviews? Were you telling me movie about that? reviews? Are you into like movie watching movie reviews? No. Okay, that might have been another person. I watch
1: music reviews. Okay. Like uh, the needle drop. Um, that's a YouTube channel okay Nick. got it uh but um and sometimes i watch some seth fowler shout out to seth yeah sometimes, i i honestly i he's do watch a lot of his videos the sneaker unboxings because i'm like what what's hot what what is hot in sneaker world right now
0: yeah we've mentioned seth a couple of times but he's a hype he's youtuber kind of guy yeah um industrial designer by a profession yeah well, actually now he's full-time youtuber that's started out he started out as id yeah we got to um, get it we, we're gonna get him in here eventually. we're
1: gonna yeah it's gonna happen um i don't know if he still does but he had a quote up in soho like oh, yeah he via, had a he had full billboard. Yeah. Yeah, a billboard yeah uh, billboard i think he's gonna be in a commercial
0: Yeah, he's he's a real deal
1: yeah but um but yeah i mean uh where was I going? I just, I think that Instagram TV, the the vertical format is something that I think is, you know, it's perfect for mobile. I, like, it makes a lot of sense for mobile.
0: I agree. I
1: I just, like, the problem is, is that you can't then take that video and put it anywhere else and make it work.
0: This is something I've been struggling with for a while now, especially since the story thing has become this big, big part of Instagram I almost wish that there was a way where you could record a video Mm -hmm. and you could record it both vertically and horizontally. Mm. So, you know, I imagine Apple could make an iPhone where there was two cameras, one vertical and one horizontal,
1: Mm.
0: and then you have both files. You wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to worry about it. So
1: you're not, you're not saying film one thing and crop it. No, like Like, film one big square or big, uh, bigger rectangle. I don't know.
0: Maybe that would be the solution. I don't know the technical solution to that, but it it has been something that I've been struggling with because I agree. Like, especially when you do when I do videos for my Instagram, Mm -hmm. if it's a more project based or something more design based that I would post as a normal post, yeah, I do it horizontal. Mm-hmm. But if it's a story, I do it vertical.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, you know, later on down the road, if I wanted to combine all these videos into one kind of compilation, uh, say like my strap chair, I did an entire process video on my story, and then the final video was horizontal. Like, there's just that, you know, clash yeah. of those of those two orientations. Yeah. And I think maybe we're just in this awkward stage right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I kind of feel like the world's just going toward mobile yeah like one day i don't i don't know if we'll even have tvs in our house i mean a lot of people i know don't have tvs i don't have tv
1: i have a tv you have tv it's well it's
0: not going away anytime soon but i'm just saying like it it's is,
1: what we call a status symbol <laughs> <laughs> even though the thing the crazy thing about tvs flat screen tvs James,
0: take your charcuterie and get out of here <laughs>
1: My shark cutlery? No way. Uh, I um, the thing about TVs is they're not that expensive. A flat screen TV? Not that expensive. And the benefits whew, way outweigh the cost. Uh,
0: the problem is that we're this I, we're we're going long on our updates. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, the problem is that our eyes are horizontal. We have two eyes and they're horizontal. Like we can see more width None. than we can. Can we see? verticality
1: what well, as we evolve <laughs> our eyes will stack <laughs> our eyes will be one on top of the other oh man that's that's going to be the evolution if we keep looking at these mobile phones evolution yeah e- uh, either
0: that or our hands will sometimes somehow morph to be oh
1: <laughs> i like that i like that you know i once had this idea one of those you know one of those ridiculous ideas. Yeah. About uh, like having a a an extra arm like an armature that you would strap to your chest. Okay, like Doc Ock? That, yeah, but it would just hold in one position and it would just hold hold your phone. <laughs> it would hold your phone so that you could you could use both hands.
0: You know that's not far-fetched, honestly, yeah. James.
1: I mean, it's basically like a selfie stick that you strap to your chest.
0: I Now that you say this, I'm sure it exists. There's got to be a selfie stick that straps to your chest.
1: Let me, because there's certainly find out. There's
0: certainly GoPro. There's certainly GoPro uh, attachments that you can put on your body.
1: Oh right, for sure.
0: And so you, it's just one more extension. Just add your phone to
1: it. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you just there. There are like these harnesses. Yeah, harnesses. Yeah, they have all these harnesses. I'm talking about. There you go, Rambo style. I'm talking about oh, something a bit more natural James and a bit on, more James
0: is on Google Images. He's yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: What's going on. I I essentially I want it to be as absurd as possible. I want like a a, a store mannequin's arm coming out of my chest. <laughs> between my between the buttons of my button up shirt.
0: Did I ever show you my coffee cup with the phone holder? No. Yeah? You want to see it right now? Yes. Okay, I'll just go and grab it right quick.
1: Okay, Nick is currently getting up. He's running over under his bed. He's skipping. He is skipping currently. Um, Here it is, James. Here it is. I'm back. Oh! Oh my gosh. (laughs) All right, so... Maybe I have seen this before.
0: We'll we'll post an image of it, but essentially it's a coffee cup. And instead of a handle, you put your phone... It's a phone holder. So you... Instead of okay so my inspiration for this was why not i like coffee i also am addicted to coffee right i'm also addicted to instagram and you know these two things take up my time in my life why not combine them into one multitask (laughs) so now i have a coffee cup this is gonna
1: make a great addiction story for your anonymous meeting later on in life um
0: you know that's kind of crazy what if there was aa for phone addiction
1: (laughs) I'm sure, well, in China, uh, I don't know if there's phone addiction camps, but there are definitely internet addiction camps for kids. I know this. I believe it. This is a thing. But and why Why is this not an almost object? Well, why is this not selling?
0: Okay, so it's it's absurd, right? There's It's absurd to be able to have a phone holder on a coffee cup. And my entire uh, thesis with this project was, I kind of wanted to do a line of products where it was addiction products. so right. you would have everything like you would have an ashtray that had a phone holder so you could scroll through Facebook and smoke yeah. your cigarette or whatever yeah. and, or you would have a selfie stick with a solo cup so you could yeah. tr- you know drink your liquor with you know and take Snapchat images. Yeah. Um, so that was my entire kind of line. It was definitely more art kind of progressive this uh, is awesome. th- theoretical project. But the problem with this is that I feel like people half the people would think that it's a funny joke, and then the other half of people would be, "Where can I buy it?" Which is crazy to me that people would want to buy this.
1: Why not? It's, this is this is like this is like a Fred and Friends or like a Kickerland type yeah, product. That's,
0: that's the thing. It's like I almost don't want it to exist because it's this joke. It's 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 like accepting the fact that we're addicted. Which, Have you I mean, ever probably posted should. this anywhere? No, because I know that when I do, it's gonna, it's gonna be.
1: Well, yeah. now you've let the well, cat out of the bag. The
0: thing is, minor details. You guys are our homies. You guys are <laughs> the fam. You know, you guys aren't gonna let the cat out of the bag. I Th- think there are. Is...
1: I think there are vendors, like factory vendors, that oh, listen to our my, podcast. Yeah,
0: my uh, supplier listens. She's still waiting for my reply.
1: <laughs> oh no! But, oh man, Nick. Can you make one for me? What, <sighs> how was this made? Is this CNC?
0: No, I three d printed it and you... then finished it, primed it, and wow, it was some. There was a lot of sanding involved. It's yeah. very smooth.
1: Yeah, I guess you couldn't do CNC on that unless you had like a six axis. Um, I like that. Uh, well, uh, fans, right. you'll never see it. <laughs> well,
0: we'll post videos. I mean, um, we'll we'll post an image on the Minor Details So check that out. Um, that's where you get that exclusive you think content. think
1: that's safe, Nick? It's, People are going to be clamoring.
0: Listen, ideas are
1: ideas. You know, listen. Let's just let it free. Listen, there are some ideas that we really need to talk about right now, Nick, and these are hand, hands-free toothbrushes.
0: Okay. Oh, boop, 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 design news segment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, James
0: found this uh, article. Tell me about this article, James.
1: Well, there's an article currently on course 77 about uh and this is by rain no um and uh he's he's labeled the article multitasking mania okay so there are these there are two i've seen two toothbrush concepts that are basically like it's basically like putting a mouth guard in that brushes your teeth
0: interesting one of them so instead of a toothbrush it's just this device that you can just set in your mouth and yeah. it brushes it do you have to hold it in for like a minute or so or what yeah
1: you have to hold it in for i think one of them does it like it says like 15 seconds
0: no that can't be right do they have doctors on this do they have dentists on i this
1: stuff? you know i haven't done a ton of research okay <laughs> i've i just am so surprised so the the one is uh called uh Amma brush. Okay. And that one has has like this uh, this separate piece from the mouth from the mouthpiece, which has the toothpaste oh, in it.
0: Oh, built-in toothpaste too.
1: Built-in toothpaste, and so it kind of hangs out of your mouth. There's this like pod. Okay. That's kind of hanging out of your mouth that okay. dispenses toothpaste into the mouth guard. Interesting. Uh, I think it also might have all of like the vibrating pieces to it. Do they
0: vibrate? And have motors, or is it just vibration mainly? I
1: think it, I, I think it's like, just vibration.
0: I'm really skeptical of this. Yeah,
1: I don't know. But then there's this other one.
0: Okay, what's this other one do?
1: This one, it looks like it. It has a. It has sort of a charging base to it, and um, and it seems like from the video, you put you put the toothpaste onto the chiz. What? This the name of the product is. Is Chiz. Oh, and that you, is. What is Chiz? That's. Wait, <laughs> spell that for a second. Listen, put it in your mouth. <laughs> no. C H I Z. Interesting. Chiz.
0: Okay, why? I don't know if I want Chiz in my mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You know. How oh, James. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> this. You couldn't get any worse of a name. Yeah, they uh, they definitely uh, they chizzed all over this <laughs> one. It's chiz, Nick. Be an adult. All right, sorry. What did they? What it? It's a Kickstarter, right? This is a Kickstarter that it has gotten. It's gotten more. It's gotten $192,000. And no one told them that their... $10,000 goal.
0: That their name is...
1: Everybody wants Chiz. (laughs) No, no, no Everybody wants Chiz in their mouth. No. Nick? No
0: one wants... No one wants that.
1: Oh, excuse me. C-H-I-I-Z. Toothbrush 4.0. Oh, it's
0: their fourth version. So is there uh, a Chiz 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0?
1: Uh not that i'm not that i'm aware of. Okay, I don't think these, there's any yeah. other Chiz out there.
0: <laughs> these toothbrush Okay. First of all, i don't know why they named it that. It seems like oh. a horrible name. <laughs> <laughs> they showed down the research well, they're first. They're
1: from another country, Nick, so let's give them benefit of the doubt.
0: Oh, it's one it's like okay, i see. So it's essentially like a factory in China is knocking off this product and That's it. You know, i've noticed that. Have you noticed that you'll see um, a lot more Chinese companies doing this startup kind of Kickstarter thing. Mm-hmm. And they'll have these Kickstarter videos. And they're clearly, it's obvious that their videos are Chinese or translated because it's, you know, there's some translation errors and they don't get quite get the nuances yeah. of the American language. Have you noticed that?
1: Oh, yeah. That's oh. an
0: interesting, I feel like that's an interesting like subculture of Chinese Kickstarters.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. There's also I've seen some like Russian Kickstarters or like I I don't know somewhere in the Eastern block. Yeah, there's some Kickstarters coming out of there where uh, I'm trying to remember the name of this of this one ring that's like it's like a ring that you talk <laughs> talk into.
0: Wait, so this is like the Bluetooth dongle that from 2005 that you put in your ear? But, but it's, it's basically like
1: Siri on your hand. Ah. And you like talk you talk into it. That's interesting. And uh, they they did a video about it on H three H three. Okay. Uh, there there uh, there are some YouTubers. Oh, so you listen? You
0: watch that YouTube? Is that another YouTube video you watch? H
1: three H three. Yeah. There it's like a comedic YouTube. No, I
0: I know what it is. Do you? I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. They... And they also have a podcast. Okay. Um. But yeah, they covered. They did a video about it, and it's so awkward. It's like. It's too... I don't know. It seems like they are they are Russian, but they're also in China. I don't... It's... I don't... Asia is, a, is a, you know... Have you ever been to it? I've never been.
0: Me either. I'm, we'll go one day, The though. problem
1: with fr- with freelancing is <laughs> nobody's shelling out to send freelancers to Asia. That's true. Um,
0: one day, though. One day when we were either... Have our own companies, or we uh, run out of money being freelancers, so we just have to go work at Ooh. go work as a, a intern or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at at uh, okay. Chiz's. Yes, uh, James is still on the starter Chiz toothbrush. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't look away. Um, but uh, it looks like I think they might have stolen a graphic from Quip.
0: Oh, you think it's the Quip branding? I
1: think it well, no, just this tongue, this open mouth and tongue graphic. I think that's I think that's one of Quip's interesting, graphics. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, this is one of those things like w- will it ever arrive at somebody's door?
0: I'm sure it will arrive. Will it work?
1: You know, can I <laughs> can I um can I say something yes. about Kickstarter? Yes. I don't know if you have this problem, but I often have a problem where I back something and then I completely forget about it and I will get Kickstarter updates and, and never give them my address. Like it'll like prompt me to give an address and, and I and I just and I just forget and so you've spent I've thousands. So you spent thousands of
0: dollars on useless crap and you've Nick, never got it? I'm in that actually so might be a good much debt. Thing.
1: <laughs> That I am, I'm putting on a Kickstarter <laughs> <laughs> to get, <rid laughs> to get, of get of me debt. out of debt. Oh man. Oh, but uh, what were you going What were you saying? Well, no, no,
0: I, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, the the Kickstarter. I, I don't even know what we're saying. We we derailed the entire podcast, which is fine, I and mean, we haven't talked in three weeks. So
1: we, yeah, you know, this is catching up for us, everybody. But it's... oh, you know,
0: I never got to give you my my thought on Instagram TV.
1: What? <laughs> the whole time you were holding back how you really no, felt?
0: No, I just thought about it. Um, so I tried to post that video, my yeah. VR video on Instagram yeah. TV, and I couldn't post it because I, I have to have enough videos or something. But the problem with Instagram TV that I found is that I'm kind of looking into Patreon, and I guess this kind of rolls in Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the subscription model of um, how do I monetize more of my work? I was thinking about doing tutorials because everyone wants tutorials. Everyone wants to see how I do the chairs and things like that. Yeah. And if I did that on Instagram TV, I think that'd be great to leverage the followers. But I feel like it's not easy to advertise. It's not easy to like... There's no monetization as opposed to YouTube or Patreon or anything like that.
1: Right. Yeah, there's currently no monetization. Uh I wonder if they are really trying to be competitor with to, youtube yeah
0: they'll have to do monetization at some point right yeah
1: but i mean from what i hear nick the way to get that payday is with that merch
0: oh we need some uh, minor details merch
1: we need some we need some merch
0: i think people would be into minor details merch
1: uh let us know if you'd be into that merch
0: we should do a we could do a poll instagram poll
1: i would like to make i would like to make a t-shirt that says explain this to me as though i'm nick baker's mom
0: (laughs) how many of you want that t-shirt
1: yeah come on
0: we'll print it right now (laughs) this to print
1: um but anyway, I've never
0: uh, I'm, I've also never backed a project on Kickstarter so I can't relate to your issue of never having a
1: well I'm a I'm a patron of nature and and you are what I would refer to as a taker
0: <laughs> a, fr- a frugal miser. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but anyway I, I, I would not back Chiz.
0: okay that's yeah don't back chiz guys it already has <laughs> en- it already has enough money and it's already gonna be a product that's gonna suck. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, we all know it's just going to be vibrating teeth. Right? Yeah, it, it I, uh, I mean, I'm not a dentist, but I'm just saying uh, you probably should consult a dentist before yeah. using it.
1: Well, and I think this is actually this whole, this whole idea of the toothbrush and the multitasking. And, and I mean, toothbrushes in general, like until something like Quip came along, which I, I think Quip did a really nice job. You know, taking toothbrushes to the next step. Do you have a quip? I don't, but I've been considering it.
0: I have a quip. I've had it for like two or three years now. How do you like it? It's good. The the one I have, I think it's starting to wear down, so mm. the thing doesn't snap on anymore. The it does- the because you get replaceable heads. Yeah, and so the heads don't snap on quite right anymore.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Um, I had an early version. I'm sure they fixed it. By yeah.
1: Now. Well, I so the other um, the other week. I was at work and and I had the horrifying realization that I had not brushed my teeth that morning. That's a bad one. Yeah. And That's so That's like the deodorant one too. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, deodorant. deodorant. I did a I did a probably legal cartoon. <laughs> oh yeah, you're old. My my old webcomic. Your old tumbler. Which comic. was uh which was about the uh which was about the obvious abuses of time travel and it was it was somebody traveling back in time to tell themselves that they didn't put on deodorant, because because it's it, it happens to me all the time. Yeah, that's a good one. But I now have deodorant in my bag. Okay. Um. So problem solved. But uh, no need for time travel. But uh, I would I went to a Dwayne Reed to go just like try and get a toothbrush. Right. Pharmacy. Like where where did these like trippy just like seventies like like visions of the future toothbrushes all emerge from i'll tell you where they emerge from and i'll tell you right now there's
0: no derivation i'll I'll tell you right now they all came from uh this one guy at the factory in china and he's just like he's just like oh guys what if we do what if we do squiggly line toothbrush we could sell so many more (laughs) and they're I, just like pumping out toothbrush designs like crazy. Right. Well, I feel just like just like a heyday for a designer.
1: I feel like it's probably worth investigating. I feel like the one that probably set the trend was from some designer. Like there was there was some designer hired. Right. There to was do, there was an there original were, Colgate guy. There was an IDO guy. or yeah. a frog that did that did this the, toothbrush. The
0: overmolded rubber and the zigzag <sighs> head and it had all the bells and whistles and Right. Then, Trying to knocked off every single feature and started. Uh...
1: I just like I was just trying to. I was looking for like the least offensive toothbrush, and I just the one that I the one that I ended up choosing had like three overmolded dots on it. You know, sort of like slanted elliptical dots, and just it's just like horrific, and it's like no wonder you know like Quip comes along and you're like, wow, that's that's nice. Yeah, you know, even the brawn, even the brawn uh, electric toothbrush electric toothbrush is like is a visual mess. It's a visual nightmare. I don't
0: know why it is. It shouldn't be. I no, won't. Yeah, I mean, although Colgate you know Dieter's recently
1: retired, but... recently did a collaboration with Apple. There's an, there's an Apple Colgate toothbrush. You're lying. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> Okay. I we'll am post a not photo. lying. Post, we'll
0: post a photo of it, because um, I gotta see this.
1: <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's pretty clean, except for a gigantic Colgate logo, but, I mean, it's better It's better than a lot of the toothbrushes out there, but... James, James is lying. I'm, I'm not, I cannot believe I'm this. not lying. I will pull it up right I, now. I
0: can't believe that Apple would collaborate on a toothbrush.
1: I'm showing you right now. I'm currently showing Nick. Look at that. That... That is... So... It's... I mean, it's pretty clean.
0: So this is more of like a Nike ID type of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. This well, is like when I don't the, know if it's... So it says you can get it from the Apple store. I don't know if it's an actual collaboration. I thought I read in, a, in an Instagram post that it was a collaboration.
0: It actually does look really clean. I might actually buy this.
1: It's pretty nice. It feels like uh, some of the Muji toothbrushes. Yeah, it
0: it's just so much... More simple than a lot of the other electric toothbrushes.
1: Right. Yeah. It's uh I can dig it. I can I can get behind this. But except I also Except for the
0: except for the Colgate logo, which is pretty intrusive. Yeah. Which I probably will just like sand off.
1: Right. <laughs> right. No, I I don't that's that's a that's a topic for another time, but you know, we've talked about branding before, but that that just seems like you could have you could have just like debossed Colgate or something that would have been into nice. there. That would have been really Boom. nice. Nice one. Like, why do I have to walk into somebody's bathroom and be able to, like, you know, recognize the brand from, from like, you know... We, I'm don't, need, we don't need Two that. feet no away. No one needs that. No one needs that. One, one foot away. Hey. I, the thing that really irritates me... What's that? I have a lot of gripes <laughs> this <laughs> podcast, Nick. The thing that really irritates me, I... Like, we had... We don't really use it as much anymore but we had a nespresso machine i really like the nespresso machine but i went to the nespresso store and they had glasses and i was looking for just like a nice espresso glass yes but all of them have nespresso branding
0: is it obtrusive
1: i would say it's obtrusive is
0: it like on the side or it's on the bottom on the side i would have put it on the bottom i know on, and my, on my glassware that i'm making it'll be on the bottom
1: And it's like, okay, I'm inviting you over to my house. You're watching me use the Nespresso machine to make the Nespresso. Do I also then have to shove the logo in your face as I'm drinking out of the cup? Oh, gosh. It's, anyway, I'm sorry, everybody. Oh,
0: hey, question. Do you like debossed or embossed logos?
1: Oh. So so
0: debossed is when it's down. because D is down. Debossed, down so mm-hmm. like it's imprinted into the product. Yeah. Emboss is when it's the opposite.
1: Yeah, Extrating emboss out. is when there's a giant M on uh, on your product. No, that's not right, James. <laughs> <laughs> Embossed. Uh but uh this is a this is a tough one because I think it's I think it's product dependent, but I think I I generally go for the deboss.
0: Yeah. I always do deboss as well. I think it looks a lot nicer. Yeah. Uh but the f- the funny thing is that a lot of times doing an embossed logo where it extrudes out is mm-hmm. cheaper to manufacture. Really? Yeah, to make the mold.
1: Why why is that?
0: Well, because instead of cutting away everything besides the logo, you're only cutting away the logo on the embossed one. Yeah. When you're talking about creating a steel mold. Yeah. You're only like etching out the logo. Whereas if you wanted to do deboss, you would actually etch out everything except the logo. So in, in certain circumstances, it's actually more expensive, but
1: that, that's like that's like pinching pennies. Yeah,
0: those are like the super tiny details.
1: Mm, some <laughs> someone call them minor details. But uh, but I was trying to I was trying to segue into a topic. Yes. And well, are we kind of well, failed? Should we
0: should we just skip the topics? I feel like we should just answer questions. <laughs> James, we're at or. May-
1: I, I guess we should. I think we've we've maybe covered enough.
0: Wait, we we oh, it's been three weeks. We just had to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. You guys enjoy the the banter. I'm sure there was something interesting that you heard, in the past 50 minutes, right? Yeah. I
1: mean, you heard about chiz. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a new product that you didn't know about.
1: Um, but uh, so we're I guess we're gonna go right into the questions. The first question is, uh, uh by Cree Terry. Yeah. Uh. And they ask, what I was wondering is if you guys had any resources or even tips for someone who is just looking to learn industrial design as a kind of hobby. A hobby? A hobby.
0: I didn't know industrial design could be a hobby. A hobby. This is interesting.
1: This is interesting because I feel like what they're actually asking is how to become a maker. Because i don't know how one would industrial produce something as a hobby
0: yeah it the you know the 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 goal of industrial design is to mass manufacture yeah that's the entire profession
1: right i think there are certain skills that you could pick up from industrial design to put into a hobby
0: yeah maybe you you turn the hobby it into like a prop maker or some sort of prototyper like Uh i feel like that would be the hobby is like making prototypes yeah yeah like a maker essentially
1: yeah i mean you know there are certainly skills like sketching like model making like prototype making that could go into the hobby of 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 making something at like you know small scale manufacture. yeah um that's true but yeah when does when does an industrial design become industrial designer become a maker and what's a product designer?
0: <laughs> well, industrial, what product design and industrial design are separate now. Uh huh. You know, product design is UI UX, right?
1: Well, n- but there's still product design courses. Are there not at colleges? I I mean I I've met people who've gone through product design courses uh, yeah, and they I, make they make physical things.
0: Yes, I mean you know product design hasn't become the universal term for UI UX just yet, but. In my world, product design means UI, UX. Mm. Um, not everyone's accepted that yet. I'm trying to push that just so that we can have that definitive moment of, like, let's just leave it alone. You guys won. Google, you can have it. If you want to pretend like you guys make products, that's <laughs> <laughs> um But yeah, I don't... I'll, I'll tell you this, though, James. I kind of think of almost object as a hobby right now because okay. it is this personal passion brand that i have of right. building products that i think are really groundbreaking and you know it's a hobby because it doesn't make any money i mean i'm not making billions of dollars on this ben mirror yeah um and you know it's self-funded it's like this thing that i like to do in my free time
1: yeah yeah i mean um i, I think
0: i don't know what the resources are for that kind of thing
1: yeah I am just I'm just Such so an curious. Such interesting questions. Yeah. I'm you got to
0: tell us more about what you're trying to get into.
1: Yeah. Because uh I just don't see anybody casually picking up industrial design like the full process. Right. You
0: can see people picking up like sketching or like prototyping, 3D yeah. printing, but yeah. the entire process of creating a product. Like what's the end goal there? I mean, maybe just to post on um, Behance or something.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, I'm curious um, where this person, what kind of field they work in. Oh, they.
0: I, I read the email before. They. I think they study graphic design right now. Or, oh. Or they're a graphic design professional. Oh. They're either studying or they're working.
1: I person. see. I mean, so you already have a design background. Yeah. I just, I think the word hobby is what we're getting hung up on right now because it sounds. It was a very interesting word. It sounds more, it sounds more casual. Yeah. And to casually spend hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars on an injection mold (laughs) is, uh, I don't know. I I don't know what kind of money you come from, but um, I don't know, you know, there's, you know, but the thing is there are manufacturing methods that are less expensive than others. And if you wanted to do like, you know, stamped bottle opener or something like that, you know, you might, might not have to spend as much, but, you know, it... I don't know what's the extent of the hobby are you trying to sell things are you trying to like just do you work with industrial designers and you're trying to yeah be able to communicate with them better or or uh, i don't know
0: yeah that's interesting kree yeah you have to follow up, follow up us on with that on the email yes um but yeah thanks for that question sorry i don't know if we got you gave you any good advice but right <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. This uh, this podcast has been just a hangout sesh.
1: <laughs> this podcast has been brought to you by hanging out, <laughs> hanging out with your buds.
0: Should we do one more question? Yes yeah. Before we uh, wrap it up, okay, we got a good question in from Dave, and his Instagram is underscore I am Dave. Yes. His question, he he kind of talks about how there's a lot of software out there, SolidWorks, Keyshot, all these main industrial design softwares are. Really expensive and not really accessible to students or freelancers or small studios in terms of financial. Mm-hmm. And so his question was, you know, crack software. What's your opinion on using crack software, and is there a situation? Is there a situation when it's right to use it? Which is a nice, like that's a, like a good heated topic for yeah. sure. Here's.
1: Here's the thing, Nick. Yes. I have to admit something.
0: Yeah. What? What do you? What's that, James?
1: I've never used cracked software. Really? Not once. Okay. I mean, when you're in school, you get a student version of SolidWorks.
0: Yeah, in school, hopefully the school provides you with yeah. the right the right software or
1: at least a reduced price yeah. on the software. Yeah. So yeah, I had the Adobe suite. I mean, something that irritated me about Adobe was like uh that after a while i couldn't use my adobe suite anymore because like my my computer just couldn't run cs4 any longer or whatever it was so you had an old computer yeah Yeah. but um i don't know i mean I'll i'll
0: tell you that i've used crack software
1: you have arrest me yeah well, I was just about to say this uh this entire podcast has been a sting operation and uh I am Dave. Uh No. <laughs> just we found you. We got gotcha. you. You got me.
0: Um I so for sure it's a moral dilemma when you contact SolidWorks and they're like, "Hey, you know, pay us $3,000 to use our software and their software kind of sucks to begin with. Hmm. And Ooh. Um, it's just, it's not, it doesn't suck. It's just outdated, right? You know, outdated in comparison to where we are in technology today. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, when you are an individual running a small studio or a freelancer, it is difficult to just justify that expense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, In certain circumstances, you get to use the company software. So, James and I occasionally go into offices around the city Mm -hmm. and get to work in their office and use all of their equipment, which is fine. Yeah. Um, You know, there's no issue there. But when we're doing our passion projects and our freelance stuff, like, I'm not going to spend $3,000 just to do a passion project, you know, like just to download the software for a passion project. And so, this is where I think that. Company, the bigger companies like Sawworks and maybe Keyshot. I don't know if there's like a underdog to Keyshot or what, but you know these larger industries where they're charging this lump sum, this Mm -hmm. large, you know, hurdle to get over for these small guys are going to suffer because yeah, these Autodesk Fusion, this Onshape. This subscription model, uh, you know, Adobe's adopted this subscription model where you pay monthly yeah. to use their services. It's a much easier chunk to handle financially, yeah. and whether or not it is, um, the you know financially, you know, I, you know, you might have the subscription service for a year and it might be the same exact cost, but just being able to get into the subscription service at a lower cost, I think, is a lot better. Yeah. Than what where we're at right now, I think that that'll definitely transition. I think it's just the ease, right? Like you were saying on one of the podcasts, in order to download SolidWorks, in order to get a SolidWorks license, you actually have to like call them up or yeah. email them. You can't just like click a button on the app store. Yeah. You know? And yeah,
1: it's awful. I um I think we're going to see more and more competitors to all of the software. Yeah. Um i mean i've done you know i've been doing some projects with uh derek elliott uh and still he he only wait are you
0: still working on stuff sh- oh man i'm excited yeah. <laughs>
1: he only he only uses blender for modeling and rendering and that's Which is a free. free open source software
0: is it fully free or is it like free for studios
1: i'm pretty sure it's free free free
0: here, here's another business model that i really find attractive uh-huh. is Fusion Three Sixty, I believe, yeah. is free for freelancers in small studios, and mm. I think they probably have a price limit. Like, if your studio makes over this amount, you should pay for the software.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think this is the key to how these companies, these you know, in industry companies, can make industry software for money. You get the young students and the young designers to use your software, and then when they go to the big corporations, and they say, "Hey," All 3D model, you know, I'll design your products, but I only use Autodesk Fusion 360. Mm-hmm. And then the company's like, oh, okay, well, we'll buy that. Yeah. That's how they should make money. That's like right. how you ever use WinRAR? You know, there's the running joke of WinRAR, which is like the Windows zip file. Oh, unzipper. yeah, yeah. That's how they make money. Huh. Because the running joke is like, you can download this, you know, Windows unzipper for free, and it always asks you would you like to extend your free trial? And so you just click extending extending free trial and you can extend it indefinitely. Um, but they actually make money when a big company gives them like an actual contract of, hey, we want, we want you to license this software for 100 computers.
1: Yeah. But I also think that sometimes you kind of have to, I mean, for me, it's like, even thinking back on on like coming out of school and my starting salary, like buying a program that's going to cost you a thousand dollars a year, I think is actually like well worth it. You know, it's if you break it down to like month to month, um, like what's a thousand dollars divided by twelve? Uh, I don't know. It's like eighty. Yeah, I mean, for eighty bucks a month, like think about how. How much time you work to make that much money, which is, you know, I don't know. It's a day, two days, whatever. Yeah. And is, isn't is that worth it? Yeah. Like to have a fully functioning, you have like the support system. A lot of these new programs are coming with like amazing support structures with them. I, I don't know. I, my feeling is always like, I just want... I want the software. I don't want some derivative of the software. I don't want a cracked version. I just want the fully functioning, always gonna work for me software. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I mean
0: good. I, I like how we have different viewpoints because yeah. the listeners can choose their But side.
1: I also feel like we're we're in like in a situation, especially with SOLIDWORKS and maybe even a bit with Adobe, where you have essentially a monopoly. Like they have a monopoly over, over this industry. That's true. And, um, I downloaded a, like a vector program for my phone recently. That's pretty cool. I'll have to look, I'll have to look at my phone. Um,
0: I kind of want to check that out. I've been thinking about doing,
1: it's called, uh, assembly assembly. Um, and, uh, you know, I just feel like there's no reason why there couldn't be a more competitive market here at which would drive down the cost, drive down the for prices. Sure. For sure. Um, so I'm like rooting for, for fusion. I'm rooting for on shape. Like I want to see them push SolidWorks to just like get with the times. Yeah. It's, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I think, uh, I think at this point we should probably wrap it up.
0: Yeah, that was a good question. Thanks for sending that in, yeah. Dave. Um, every week we like to give a shout out, and this week we wanted to shout out the dot well, and they've been. It's his name is Joe Bowers, and he's been. Uh, he's a designer at Levi's, mm. and he actually has another design podcast. So I, I follow him, and I told James about him. Um, he. He does some interesting things. He's not a big Instagrammer per se. Mm-hmm. He has some interesting things on his Instagram. It's kind of a medley of his life and some of his work. Yeah. Um, so you can check him out there. But I kind of wanted to highlight his podcast because I thought it was interesting. Um, he does more guest-based podcasts mm-hmm. as opposed to conversative. Well, I guess it's conversative with guests. Right. Um. But he recently brought on like Mr. Bailey from Concept Kicks. Mm. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with him or not but I
1: don't know him but I certainly know concept kicks right
0: so it's the same guy he just yeah. he runs concept kicks yeah um, and he has other creatives on there he talked with the guy who uh, I think started I want to say it was some sort of startup I can't I can't remember the actually the actual startup he he talked with but it was one of those like big snapchat lifts. I don't know what right. which one it was, but right. it was one of those big guys. Cool. Um, so check check the dot well out on Instagram, and then create consume podcast on the Apple Store.
1: Nice. Um, Did you stumble upon the po- upon the Instagram first or the podcast?
0: No, no. I've been following him for a long time on Instagram. Gotcha. I'm not sure. I mean, he does do sketches occasionally. I think he might have done a lot more. Uh, way back when I was following him, mm-hmm. or when I started following him, but um, yeah, check him out. Cool, doing some cool stuff. Yeah, and then of course you can check out our podcast, Minor Details Podcast dot com.
1: Absolutely.
0: Send your questions in to minor at gmail dot com.
1: Yeah, and check us out on uh, you know Apple the podcast app.
0: Yeah, give us a rating, subscribe. Yeah, give us that five star.
1: <laughs> Google Play.
0: Google Play, Google Play for sure.
1: And uh, what what's going on with Spotify? Uh,
0: Nothing. We need to infiltrate the headquarters of Spotify.
1: I'm so I just We
0: I'm sure we have some sort of third connection we I'm can get so into. I'm so
1: upset with them.
0: Cuz we know UX UI people. Yes. We could just call them up and be like, "Hey, you know any UX UI people at Spotify?" Yeah. And then they could talk to their people that like approve the podcast. We can get in there. they can a get in the New York
1: office, don't they?
0: I'm um, we can just we can barge in their IRL.
1: It just upsets me so much. I'm like <laughs> such a loyal Spotify like I don't even have Apple, Apple iTunes, like the subscription service. Yeah, I'm Spotify. Spotify all the way. Come on.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't. You know, I'm a frugal miser.
1: <laughs> you are the frugal miser. Um, <laughs>
0: Anyways, um, and then
1: we had a correction on uh, our pronunciation.
0: Oh yeah, our our music's by Kiyoshi the kid. Kiyoshi. Yes, Kiyoshi the kid. Check him out on SoundCloud. Doing awesome work. Oh, did I tell you? kiyoshi the kid posted the full length version of our intro and outro like you can hear full length yeah you can hear like a three minute song of minor details check that out yeah just put that on
1: repeat and watch the party light up
0: (laughs) all right well we better sign out because it's been a long just like podcast long strange trip (laughs) all right i'm i'm at nick p baker
1: and i am at i draw on receipts
0: all right see you guys later
1: bye bye